guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. And you know, I was thinking about things in the grand scale. Now, of course, I just finished uh, running uh, down like one of the main roads that leads over to the bridge or leads over the bridge that goes into the main, uh, the main, the east side of Bangkok, which is like the main touristy side. It's called Pranakon, right? I live on, on, I live on the more residential side. So the majority of the people here, you know, they come here just to live, but they work on the other side, right? And so you can only imagine that the majority of these condominiums and the majority of these places are completely empty as of right now. Um, unless, of course, they venture to the outskirts of Bangkok, which they normally do on weekends. But, guys, it's agonizingly quiet. Like, running down the streets, looking at some of these restaurants, looking at some of the dejected looks on some of the, you know, the, the townspeople's faces... You know, just the entire vibe of what Bangkok used to be is no more. Some people would say, well, it's going to come back stronger than ever before. You know, people are going to, they're going to grow from this, they're going to grow from that. But I thought about it. And I said, I just don't believe that this city will ever be the same again. Investors, they're going to be leaving because it's too expensive to, you know, I mean, but of course the government doesn't really give a fuck, right? It's like, oh, it doesn't matter. We'll, we'll put all our money in this and that. I feel like Thailand's going to be one of the hardest hit places because this is the only country where as tourists who are on 30 days and trapped within this country, they're fucked. If they were in the likes of Vietnam right now, they would be able to extend their visas very, very easily because Vietnamese are more accommodating, right? So if I was in Vietnam on a one-year visa, it would be very, very easy for me because I wouldn't have to leave back to America depending on what type of visa I have. And... Depending on my visa, I could hurry up and extend it towards the end of my visa while not leaving the country. But here in Thailand, they make it so difficult to the point where I think investors, businesses, they've already lost probably about 60% of their teaching workforce. There are going to be no more teachers left after this because the majority of the teachers here, they don't have work permits. They're not on work permits. They're on just simple visas. So it makes it just so much more difficult to live here. And so now, can you imagine? I want to put you, I want to put you guys in the shoes of some of these teachers out here. You're only here for 30 days. If you have five days left and you're from Spain or you're from the UK, there are no flights leaving this country. There are no flights. I'll repeat that. There are no flights leaving this country. You risk getting fined every day. $20 until it reaches that, uh, what is that, that $600 to $700 threshold. And then you're going to be banned for an additional two to five years because you've overstayed your visa based on the circumstances that are happening right now. The unaccommodation beyond that, you, you, know, you know, in terms of the government here is unbelievable. If you're going to close the borders, you got to figure out a plan B. Now, I don't know how China did it. I don't know how any of these other countries did it. But you could only imagine if you're a tourist in this country and you don't have a work permit. And there's no way for you to get a work permit, obviously, right now. Uh, perhaps, perhaps you can. But then if you're not getting a salary because you've just been laid off, you're stuck. And because 
the 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 British embassy is possibly shut down, and the British embassy. I'm I'm giving them an example because the British embassy here is the worst because they do not help their citizens. The British embassy, they have no British people working there. See, at least the American embassy, I would be able to set up an emergency call, an emergency email, an emergency appointment if I was in the rut and then they could hurry up and figure out how I could get back to America. But, of course, that's dangerous in its own. Traveling and being in a tube of a plane for 15 hours, I risk my life doing that. And you risk your life being in any plane right now. So, for the people... You know, I mean, I'm just putting this in perspective for everyone who's here right now and they're trying to leave Thailand. They're probably never going to come back. People who want to come visit Thailand, they're probably never going to come back. Thailand's tourism is going to go up till probably October to January. That's if people start coming back and then they're just going to become heavily reliant on Chinese people. But of course, Thailand's accepting no one because they're trying to curb the virus right now and all this other craziness. If I look at the gyms right now, and I was just talking about the gyms in yesterday's podcast in terms of that crazy ass weird girl. Um, I'm one of the very few people or I could be one of the many people who said, no, I'm not going to pay one hundred and fifty dollars because obviously there's no gym and there might not be a gym for another two to three months. So you could only imagine what's his backup plan. As the CEO, hopefully he has millions upon millions of dollars. But if he doesn't, and he's relying on, you know, a certain amount of memberships, they're all going to be gone. The foreigners who have worked out here, the foreigners with the class pass, they probably already went back to their country. And they're not going to be able to come back for X uh, X amount of months. Substantial losses in every sector has taken place. And... To be a CEO right now of a startup or entrepreneur, whatever it may be, you're hurting. And I thought about it. I said, I was having a, a, a face-to-face interview with this guy I've known for the longest uh, that I brought on to this podcast. Big shout out to Anan. Uh, I brought him on probably about last year or two years ago. Probably about two years ago. And we talked about affiliate marketing. He said, what's your vision? I said, well, you know what, to be honest with you, he said, if you have $5,000 right now, would you be in Thailand? And I'm like, dude, if I could make $5,000 online, I think I would be gone. I don't think it, there's no use of me staying here anymore. It's really sad because, you know, I have a, a friend who I love so dearly, who's been there for me so much, you know, but I just don't, there, there absolutely is no future in this country. And to see what's happening now and to see what the gov- how the government – you see exactly how the government feels about tourists right now. They're like, fuck off, motherfuckers. See, if you did that two years ago, you could have saved six lives until right now, you know, based on what's happening right now. And you could have saved thousands of infections if you really did. If you showed your not give a fuck from the very beginning, you could have saved lives. Now you're showing your no- I don't give a fuck towards the end. And now you're going to lose business. There are Thai people who are going to shutter their doors in all the restaurants which I just passed by. Running down this main road. This road in the evening is normally packed with cars. And the, the scariest part about this is that the majority of the people who go down this road is, you, you know, and they stop by to get some food along the way. The majority of those shops, they're going to close down. And it's so heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking because they, I, I don't know if they had the plan B. I don't know if they were thinking like, you cannot judge your business based on one month. If you feel that, 
after one year, after one month, if your business has fallen apart, that means your business was never a business. You can only forecast what it was a year ago from this month. This is exactly what Brendan Bouchard said. But a lot of Thai people, they don't think on that scale. Not only don't they think on that scale, they don't think from a business perspective on that scale. Because you could only say, okay, a year ago, how was I doing and how am I doing today? Okay, so based off the projections of what has happened over the last month, if I'm well under, that means my business was shit to begin with. If you say, ah, you know what, I could take a couple, like a few hard months and then we'll get back to business and then I'll be able to pay my employees and do this and do that. Okay, then you have a business that will stay afloat. But I feel like not only the language centers, but the gyms and everything are gone. You know, last year I was giving myself a one year uh, window and I was going to leave Thailand in June and I was going to possibly go to Vietnam to start up a business, right? And of course, that takes a considerable amount of money. But going back to what Anand said, he said, if you were able to make an X amount of money online, would you still be in Thailand? No. You know, one of the, great, one of the things I would miss about Thailand, I cherish all memories. I cherish everyone who has come into my life. I cherish all the hard times from the very beginning up into the relationships that I've built over the course of, you know, X amount of months and doing the Spartan races and meeting the people at the different gyms and the companies. But if I could actually extrapolate what has happened over the past month, I'm no longer teaching at that specific bank, which I've been teaching at for three years. All the other projects have been pushed for another four to six months. The gym might not be anymore. My language center, I'm praying. Obviously, you know, I got my visa until June 20th. By that time, the, comp- the economy will open up again. Uh, but what if he says, hey, Arsenio, I don't know if I can have you on my books anymore. And then that's going to be my moment where I leave and I go to Vietnam. And I go to Vietnam only. It, it, this is why it's so important for me to build things up online at this present moment. Because there's no telling if there's a future after June. And if there is, will things go back to the way it used to be? Businesses of all sectors, those same people that I would see on the train and see out here and see in my condominium, they're probably never going to come back. You know, I gave that Instagram TV, if you guys haven't seen it, and I'm trying to post all my Instagram TVs very, very soon onto, uh, onto this podcast, you know... All of those people, the people that own the condos and the people who had the jobs and all that, that's no more. All the restaurants, they're probably going to be gone. People have migrated. There was a mass migration back to the, uh, you know, the suburbs of this place. Bangkok, this is how it should be. Because mainly people work here because obviously they make more money. But if there isn't any more money here, then it's over. All these condominiums, they're going to be ghost towns. But the investors aren't going to come back to this country. No fucking way. They probably all gonna, they're probably for sure going to go to Vietnam now. That's going to be the next big thing. I'm, I, it's just so, it, it's sad because this is a place that I would always call home. No, regardless of all the shit that these people have put me through and the garbage that I've been through and the racism, all that, I still consider this place as home. But now... I don't think it's ever going to be the same. 
So when I look at my vision, my vision has always remained the same, to impact as many people as possible, and I need to live in a non-native English-speaking country. Going to Europe is way out of the question. Going back to America is absolutely out of the question. There's no need for me to ever go back there. Uh, Australia, any native English-speaking country, no. Do I feel that there is something in me and something in Vietnam? Yes. Where would I go? I don't know. Ho Chi Minh? Would I go to Dala? I don't know. Um, but the main purpose is to have a sustainable income online to whereas I could go wherever I want. They call these people digital nomads, but I wouldn't look like a digital nomad because they, no- they normally look like backpackers and they look like they're poor. But nonetheless, I just... Seeing my life right now, I really believe I've never had this gut feeling before. But as I was walking and seeing all these businesses and seeing no one on the streets, seeing these taxi drivers not have anyone to take anywhere, um, you know, looking at, you know, the place that was always vibrant with a lot of people walking around shopping and doing things to see all that go away. I just feel like this could be the end of a country. And. Thailand won't be the only country that takes a massive hit because all these investors and all these people who are pouring money in here, you know, from a from a, you know, retirement visa or this or that, they're all being kicked out. They got to pay fines, get out. They're never going to come back. They're going to be going to another country and that's probably going to be Vietnam. And so it's, you know, there's so many emotions that are going through, you know, going through me at this moment. And seeing what life used to be, me waking up in the morning, having that routine, you know, I hope I get back to that because I still have that gym downstairs in the morning that I normally get my coffee, you know, I I go downstairs, I do 20 to 30 minutes of cardio, but the place that I used to go to and work out, I'll never go back there. It's over. It's because I made a decision that I'll just never go back there. That's one. Number two, I don't think anyone's ever going to go there again. Those same people that I used to see there, they're probably not going to go back. Now, the CrossFit gym and going to these other places, I mean, that's something that I probably would consider. But who knows if this economy will ever come back? Who knows if this job is going to say, hey, man, yeah, you can renew your visa or, hey, I'm sorry. I can't give you a visa anymore. And then June 20th, I'm going to have to come back in on a tourist visa or June 20th, I will leave this country forever and never come back. So many things to consider. But in saying all of that, guys... It's so important to make sure that your why is extremely powerful. So powerful to the point where it doesn't, it, it, you know, it, it doesn't mess with you whatsoever. Whereas wherever you are, you're still executing the plan. Your vision, I still have my vision. My why, you absolutely already know my, where my why is, but I feel like there has been a significant change in my heart living in this country because I feel like that country that was, you know, you know, having a drink and seeing all these people get off work and going to this bar over here in this area and, you know, having these delicious burgers and seeing how high tourism was and people were visiting and this was happening. I don't think this is going to happen again, at least not for a year. The recovery is going to take too long. And you know what? There's only going to be Thai people here. Like over the next two months, there's going to be a mass zodis of a lot of foreigners leaving here. Both investors, the sex tourists, they're not going to be coming. So all the whores, you know, I hate to say it like that, but all the whores, they're going to be completely out of business. The nasty bars, they're going to be out of business. What used to be is no more. Crazy. I don't know. Of course, 
Me, all I could do is control myself. And what's so sad is I actually miss being on those trains packed full of people and people over here discussing things and going to work and going over here and having my routine and being friends with people at a gym. But then, you know, December, all of that began to change. That's when the Wuhan virus was discovered. That changed going into January. I hated going to that gym in the morning. I did my cardio in the morning. I started switching it up in February and saying, you know what? I'm going to join class pass. And then after that, I'm going to change my bank account and not go to that gym anymore. Okay, so now you're never going to go back to that gym. What about the other gyms? Do you still want to go there? Well, I don't want to go to this one because it's very similar to this one. Okay, then what are you going to do? Well, I do like, you know, I could just sign up for, you know, the, what is it? The CrossFit gym. But that's in an area where you're not going to have any work. So what's going on? I mean, there's just so many things to consider. I don't know what's going to happen going forward. But what I can assure you guys is that you'll always get that 100%. I'll always, that why and that vision is unbelievably powerful. And I just have to, you know, maintain that focus. Now, of course, for the next two months, there's nothing I can do. There's nowhere I could go. And that's good. That's good. Let's just see if this place does come back alive. I don't know if it will. I think a lot of these, you know, these condominiums, they're going to re- they're, they're going to be gone. People are going back. You know, people are going to lose rent. This is happening. That's happening. Oh, man. Damn. I don't know about the other countries, though. But let's just see. It might take a whole year for everyone to recuperate. But it's, so, it's just heartbreaking. Because just a year ago, what, in this month, you know, there was so much that was happening. I had my banks. You know, I was doing all these banking, you know, projects. I had this other wonderful, te- you know, uh, company over here. I was setting up things in June and July to do these big projects at another bank. And everything was on the fly. And now I feel like everything is just spiraling downward. So perhaps it is a big change change the physical environment because I feel like my physical environment is no more. Like what used to be very happy and me going to work just right up the street. I'm looking at the fucking the train where I just go, what is it? One, two, three stations, just three stations. And I get off and I can see my job right over there. It's about 11 kilometers away. I can see it right from here. And I would just get off and I could hit it off with some of my wonderful students up until 4 or 6 p.m. And then take the train back. And that's no more. Like that might not be until June, July. Who knows what's going to happen? But let's just say there's going to be a big change in routine. And I have to maintain that focus and make sure I maintain my body. So, guys, just had to like vent that out. This is what I love so much. But. Vetting out those feelings. This is what you could do like in an audio journal. You know, if you're feeling really weird about something, it's always good to just put it out there and say, okay, this is how I'm feeling. How am I evaluating myself? What can I do? And then just go from there. So, guys, in saying that, man, so many other things to consider. So many things to top off this week. And let's just hope that things continue to build up. Who knows if they will? Who knows if they'll ever come back? But if they don't, it'll be time. It'll be time for Arsenio to move on. I'm your host, as always, over and out.